0: Previously on the Dave and Steve show. I took the biggest dump I've ever taken in my life to the point where I thought the top of my head was going to suck out my butthole
1: for 10 hours. Um, in the, you know, I rubbed it. I did all the stuff.
0: Steve, Steve's sitting here talking about some dark shit while he's wearing an apron. <laughs> that's a giraffe. Last
1: week we made it through meatless April. Right. Oh,
2: wow.
1: Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly.
2: <clears throat> People who go down, uh, Come to the downstairs of my home, get to use amenities. That's kind of just some of the uh, privileges I allow.
0: You're a
1: saint. Yeah, I know. What the hell? Why are you both looking at me like that? This is is gold. I'm just waiting for you to
0: get to the good part. Go ahead. Between the electric bikes and the Cadillac of toilets, it's like I don't even know you anymore, Steve. Who are you?
1: Well, for somebody that spends that much time shitting, you
0: should- and it sort of makes everything right again. Because if you end on a really strong joke, it doesn't matter if your your whole set list was nah, yeah. right, okay. Right. But it's man, I, 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 you Hopefully know, we now need- we're gonna go down a weird poopy rabbit hole
2: here. But uh, do you know the top trim of Buick? Top that's top basically trim. my toilet.
1: That's your toilet. It's <laughs> yeah. <called>. So it's <laughs> it's
2: it's very reminiscent. Uh, if you look from like ten feet away, you'll think, oh, is that the Cadillac? And I'm like, no, that's That's the upper trim Buick.
0: Show number 56 of the Dave and Steve show. I am Dave sitting right alongside me. A mere 27 miles away is Steve.
1: Salutations, my friends.
0: And from parts unknown, the lovely and buxom. Tracy
2: I've been uh practicing uh to t- hatch all week <laughs> you totally nailed it I, f- I forgot <laughs> to raise my desk so now I'm raising my
0: desk during the intro of the show and this is weird we've never done now, that before now you're just looking at my nipples for most of the shot here by the way can I just say this this mm-hmm. is a shirt that I got from work okay and they sent it to me they were kind enough to send this to me I don't want to please don't the two of you if you can see it you can't really see it now but that's fine if you see anything about it on the camera, don't say anything about it because it's not something we can really talk about yet. But I have the shirt that I'm wearing and it's a it's mm-hmm. a the term on the shirt is nothing major. Uh, it's probably backwards to you guys, but the term doesn't matter on the shirt. The point right. of this is it's a blue shirt. It's a bright blue shirt. And much like the bright red shorts that I have that exposed my manhood when I didn't want them to while I was out doing things that uh, that shouldn't have had my manhood exposed.
2: Your wife let you know that that was. Uh, they did. That was she did. Yeah. She did.
0: Yeah. One. The thing that I have noticed about these. Is that I have very erect nipples all mm-hmm. the time. All the yeah. time. And normally, Steve, you know this. I wear black shirts. <laughs> I, you thought I was going to say, you know, I have erect nipples all the time. No, you. <laughs> I, do. I wear black shirts a lot. And with black shirts, you can't really tell. And I, I this is even news to me. I have I now so. worn this shirt twice, and both of the times that I have worn it, I have erect. I look like Jennifer Aniston on Friends,
2: walking around like just. Right.
1: You look like the Farrah Fawcett. Uh, yeah. Poster. Yeah. yeah. The, Good the, for the you. The one
2: where she's in the red swimsuit circa right. 1977. <laughs> yeah. And, nice.
0: And, and this is nice. all. This is all news to me. I had no idea that I had this issue with with erect nipples. So this is this is something I'm going to have to now, deal with here's now. the
2: question: How did you find out? I, know, I put know this shirt on. I, I put on a blue shirt, and,
0: and because I always wear black, I always wear black. I put on a blue shirt. Steve's trying to lean into the camera. This is making me feel uncomfortable now. I feel like uh, you. Uh, I feel like my I should eyes be are do- up here. I feel like We're I should here. be doing the hand bra now, like the. You,
1: uh, you look good in a blue shirt, Johnson. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to, you know, <laughs> only, dance around. You're it. only
0: saying that because of the the raisinettes. That's the only reason you're saying that.
1: <laughs> you know, the little mosquito bites. You're put yeah. By. You are. You're looking great right? Um, duh. Yeah. You're that, that is a, that is a good looking blue shirt on you. And if and- the
2: weather is warm as it is today, there'd be uh there'd be less of that. But, That's um, this
0: is my point is that I have now come to the realization. So now I'm, I'm like borderline obsessed when I am like, I was, I was in the shower today and I'm like rubbing my nipples cause I'm feeling like, are they even now? Like I'm in a warm shower. Sure enough, art is a rock. This is this is my lot in life. Apparently, this is what I have to deal with now.
2: You're gonna have to you get know, those like those little uh, I don't, I don't know those things you put on like the. I, uh, I thought about like some way, runners way. tape that I could put yeah. over them.
1: Yeah, you got to turn this into like you can you can like do body casts and stuff like that for Batman movies. And I mean, you should totally, you should take you should take it. You could make you made a little money on this if you if you do it right. Body pump,
0: um, whatever it might be. Yeah. Hey, speaking yeah. of body pump, Steve, just before we got on, you said that you were uh you were a little stinky from your your body pump session.
1: I am. I'm I'm stinky from the body pump session. Was this a
0: kitchen body pump session?
1: It was in the kitchen.
0: You body pump. damn yeah. right it was. You yeah. damn yeah. right it was.
1: The nice thing is is Zach goes to track practice in the afternoons and
0: Naked Body um, Pump.
1: And my wife called me up and said, Hey, let's do body pump in the kitchen. I'm like, Yep, let's do that. So
2: he he was gone, and we got it
1: set up on the TV and
2: did it. So your your TV is large enough that uh, you can see it from the kitchen, or uh... it's kind of in the kitchen.
1: Um, it's oh. we we made like a little family area just off of the kitchen, but it's totally viewable um, there. And there's a nice open space for us to uh, um, lay out all the tools and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. Yeah.
0: Get all those tools laid out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's in the bar and the bench. It was great. So I know we're jumping
0: around a little bit here and that's fine. It's okay if we're jumping around a little bit, but I have, I have turned a corner regarding my beliefs on something that I mentioned a few shows ago. I said that one of the things that really pissed me off about people lately, or at least at that time was that they were boasting about getting the vaccine on social media and i you know tracy was the one who on that show said he made the incredibly valid point of it does for the people who might be on the fence or who might respect those who do brag about it it might normalize it to the point where more people feel like i can go get the vaccine because these people that i know have all gotten it obviously they can't all be wrong about this i'm gonna go do it and so i think upon self-reflecting i think the problem that i had personally was that when most of those people i was referring to were boasting this was in the very early days this was when a lot of those people shouldn't have had access to the vaccine yet it was opened up to what should have been senior citizens high-risk people people working in essential areas of the work industry those kinds of people. And so that was what was pissing me off was that people were bragging about getting the shots when you knew they shouldn't have had them yet. So.
1: <laughs> the, and not only that, you also mentioned that you were pissed because half of those people were um, convinced that the virus was a hoax, but they were the first ones first in line. First in line. No doubt.
0: So we're, we're way past that now, obviously at least in Washington state, I'll only speak to Washington state, but it's, it's this way nationwide we're now at the point where it's it's a walk-in thing you don't even have to sign up for the shot you can literally just go to one of the places one of the vaccine sites stand in line if there even if there is a line and in a lot of cases there's
2: not yeah, get you can sh- just get it at the gas station get your shot and go when that, f-
1: that's not that guy isn't giving you vaccine it's <laughs> yeah, oh. not vaccine tracy don't <laughs> okay don't take that shot
2: all right that's good to know so he,
1: he, well the will well, to be getting it between your
2: toes i won't be getting the second one that's for sure yeah.
0: so so now that we're past that phase in this process i've turned the corner i'm okay with people now I'm i'm okay with anybody saying they got the vaccine now and specifically because of the point that tracy raised to normalize this as much as possible to make it as acceptable as possible everybody should go get the vaccine don't be a jackass just go get the vaccine i work for microsoft i can tell you firsthand i have it personally extracted dna from bill gates to put in those shots so that everybody gets a little bit of bill gates in them so it's totally healthy totally mm-hmm. reliable go get the yes, shot legit so i have I, i've turned the corner on this and i will say that ju- earlier this week i actually got the second moderna shot now i don't know tracy i know you said you've gotten the first steve you've gotten them both which ones did you guys
2: get yeah i'm on uh team pfizer right now okay
1: i got the pfizers
2: okay so the
0: second moderna shot kicked my ass the second day i felt like i had chills i had the weirdest thing for me the weirdest side effect of anything else was that my hips and my knees absolutely killed me they felt like they felt like i had like i had been in some kind of accident like they were so sore i couldn't get comfortable i had a hard time sleeping all night long and yet 100% worth it wouldn't change a goddamn thing happy to have hip pain and knee pain for a day if it means that i get the vaccine and i get to go out and i get to lead some kind of normal healthy lifestyle again uh, absolutely for it. Steve, you're raising an eyebrows though. I shouldn't have gone through this.
1: No, that's great. You absolutely should have. I was going to say that I had, um, I had some minor, um, you know, side effects. I mean, I was, I, I got chills and I, you know, got the sweats and, and I got really, really tired a couple of days, but it was, it was not that big of a deal for the Pfizer. Wendy got it. And she didn't have any problem with the first shot. The second shot, two and a half days easy. And she's still kind of, she's still kind of uh, battling with the side effects. But um, I mean, and and it, she, you know, Wendy, she's go go go, and she was not having any of it. Like yeah. she was, yeah. So she was so uncomfortable. I felt terrible for her on Mother's Day. She was going through this, but to your point. Um, yesterday when they said, um, you know, twelve to fifteen year olds can do it, she did not hesitate. Even after all of that for the three days, she she signed her son up immediately. Yeah, and they and he got he got his sh- first shot of the same vaccine uh, today. The only so, reason
0: we haven't done it yet is because we're we're literally timing it around our kids' lacrosse practice. Because the one thing we did both experience is very sore arms. So we're mm-hmm. trying to sort of time it to where he gets a couple days in be- in between lacrosse practices for the arm to sort of relax a little bit before he has to go back again. So we'll probably do it like on a Friday so we can do it over the weekend. But yeah, we're the same way. we're gonna we're gonna go in and and uh, have Bill Gates put right in his arm yeah. too all so day.
1: Zach got his today, and he's on the track team, and he went to practice today, and he has a he has his first track meet on saturday so that puts him right in the, if if um if he has a problem then this is just the first shot so it's yeah not that yeah, big yeah. Deal. yep but maybe maybe it will maybe you will have some side effects i got a little sleepy but um other than that you know I, I don't know how it's gonna affect him but i hope i hope the second shot doesn't like totally so let,
0: let's let's talk about a little bit about i'm gonna shift gears here because I think everybody knows. And Tracy, you, I know you're you're nodding and I know you already got your first shot. You're in agreement with us. Everybody should go get the vaccine. Go get the stupid thing and be done with if, it. Yep, so.
2: If you're suited for it, definitely get it. Correct. Correct.
0: Absolutely. So the next thing I want to talk about is we were very close tonight. Uh, for those of you listening, you have no you have no idea how how close you came to a brush with greatness because yeah. we were going to have a guest on the show tonight. And we're going to have this guest on the show hopefully next week. This guest at the very last minute had to reschedule due to a a very serious, well, what we're hoping is not serious, but a, a personal matter that we just said, yeah, we get it. Go do your thing. Come back. So it seemed very legitimate. We'll have them back on. But one of the things as we were prepping for this interview, one of the things I did, which I do for my work calls as well, And I wanted to ask you guys if you do this. So if you look at my typical camera and you look at me sort of in frame as I'm talking, it is a very crafted experience. And what I mean by that is it's no it's no coincidence that I have put an amplifier behind me, I put a couple of guitars behind me, because that's a good frame where I've got, hey, Dave's got a hobby. He likes to play on the guitars, and hey, there's his thing. And So that's that was a purposeful thing. I sort of staged it that way. And then I've got my just off camera and just off camera looks like an episode of Hoarders. I have (laughs) I have (laughs) bottles and cans and plates and I do have cleaning supplies as well, but I have just tons of junk just off camera so that everything you see about me looks just normal and great. I'm curious, is this the same for you guys? Do you guys have chaos outside of your camera's focus?
2: Oh, yes. Uh, my whole house is chaos and still is. And uh, so what you're looking at here is very austere. Uh, but it is quite literally a table and me in this room. It's not different than it was last week. And uh, But just outside on this side of me, yeah. it's just chaos and piles of things and and normally like i just try to keep everything very clean depending on like how many how many levels up the food chain of, of a of a corporate land or, yeah. or there yeah. um depends on like you know what color t-shirt i wear um but or or, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. or uh, even a even a tie with collar if necessary but uh yeah but i just keep everything sort of uh very even i don't i don't have anything particularly special visible in the camera at all
0: steve i know you've got a bit of a unique situation is this room that you're in that you do these podcasts in this this sort of uh retrofitted uh i don't even know what to call it Shed. we're
1: calling it the studio space that we turned a shed into okay a studio space and i fellas if you have the room this is the best. Is this, this is where you
0: do best. your calls, your work calls, or do you do those no. in your office, in the house?
1: I do them in the office, in the house. Sometimes I do them in front of the fireplace. Um, just with th- a pipe whenever. and a smoking jacket. Yeah, usually. And and that's a very <laughs> crafted experience yeah. as well. Um, it, out here. I mean, it's there. It's kind of, you know, it's eclectic. There's a trombone and a guitar and a, and a conga drum and uh, is that, you know, is, that
0: is that a ladder is <laughs>
1: that a ladder i see behind What? What is it that's uh, a trombone so um it's right now it's a little cluttery but honestly this this space is fantastic and if you guys get a chance definitely if you have the space man put a cheap shed in there and then just finish it because it is it's a great extra space to have for our house. And it's really made a huge difference in all of our lives uh, because Zach and I are out here, you know, and, and my wife gets a little peace <laughs> in the house. Well, that's, just I just wow. picture
0: her constantly looking at both of you and saying, go to your shed.
1: Yeah. Well, it, it, yeah. It, she wishes that there were two sheds that both of us could go to, but um, yeah. So to your point um, right now you're seeing bare walls. Okay. But if I were to just simply pick this up and show you around, I mean, it's kind of, there's sure, a lot going yeah. on. Yeah,
0: there's a
2: lot of, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a
1: lot of jazz going on. Um, and that's fine. That's not that big of a deal. But when I'm on the phone with customers and clients from, and usually if I'm doing a presentation, I'm doing it in um, in the office because I have a couple of different screens. Yep. I can do yep. all kinds of stuff with it. Um, that That's pretty clean and it's pretty well um, pretty l- well laid out. And honestly, because I share the space with Wendy, we try to keep it, um, we try to keep it cleaner. There is a little bit of clutter in there right now, which is not to my, you know, yeah, I shouldn't have it in there, but it's, uh, um, it's a nice space to be able to do that. One thing that I do do when I'm, you when said, do, do, I do, do, I do, do, I do do it. do. <laughs> when i do have a customer meeting and i'm not going to be on camera or um or i'm going to be on camera someplace that's I, that's set up behind me that looks okay i will make sure i just burped it's How okay it's all right sorry i'm sorry about that we're pros oh, so unprofessional oh so terrible like okay anyway uh when i do have an opportunity i will try and get a dog next to me that's, um, that is a big deal for all of my, um, all of my potential customers that I talk to, um, customers that I have already, even just coworkers that I need to meet with. Everybody loves your dog. And that's the thing. Everybody is freaked out when their dog barks, but everybody else on the call is like, what kind of dog is that?
0: Yeah. Hey, yeah.
1: Show me your dog. Show, show, your, show me your dog.
0: So for my job, I was at this uh, launch event for one of the games that we made a long time ago. Steve, I've told you this story before. Who was AC Slater from uh, Saved by the Bell? What was Mario? I want to say Mario. Mario Lopez. I almost said Van Peebles. Mario Lopez. So we have this event. And listen, I didn't organize this event. I don't have anything to do with this event. So please don't bag on me that we we got Mario Lopez for what was, and it's just what the game was, a pinata-themed game. Okay, so we have Mario Lopez as our spokesperson for this piñata-themed game. He comes to this thing. We're doing all these crazy things, like we're building the world's largest piñata. It's out on the Santa Monica Pier, all this this stuff around. And, and Mario shows up to this event with an entourage, as though this were a high-level Hollywood... Like, he was attending the Oscars. He had He was flanked by eight people. They all showed up with him. He sat down to play our game that he had very obviously never played before. He played this game a few minutes and got lots of action shots of him saying, "'Wow, this game is so great, "'and I'm having such a good time, "'and I can't believe that people can make a game this fun.'" And all those different things that you would want him to say that he was probably fed beforehand. So he plays this game and then at a certain point, the camera stopped for a minute and he he snaps his fingers and he says, "'Somebody give me a kid. "'Somebody give me a kid right now. "'Just get a kid from the audience. "'Somebody give me a kid.'" And so they, th- you can see one of the producers or handlers just go out in the audience and they're, you know, talking to parents. Hey, do you mind if we use your kid for a few minutes? And they grab this kid who looks like he's about 10 years old and they shove him on the beanbag next to Mario. Mario hands him a controller. Mario's got his controller. They're both now, they're playing together and he's saying, hey, what a great time this is. Can you believe this game? And he's got the kid's name beforehand. Hey, Jimmy, you know, you can you believe we're having, and Jimmy's smiling, kind of looking a little shell shocked, like what the hell's going on? camera cuts mario's like get the kid out of here they grab they effectively like scoop the kid up throw him back at his parents and he stands up and is like all right are we done here they're like yeah i think that's all we need to do and he's like great and just walks out the door (laughs) part of you is like pro like hey that's a pro move to be able to come in sit down and do that inside of 20 minutes and be done with your day and get a fat paycheck probably and head out the door but part of it, Steve also reminded me of what you said, which is instead of getting a dog, he got a kid. He was like, he knew, yeah. the, he knew the camera value of a kid and was like, somebody get me a kid so I can pretend to like this kid for 15 minutes. And then off he went.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely, I will leverage and pretend to love my young son. In front of the camera <laughs> for a few moments and uh I, I will definitely do that and uh i work uh with uh, mostly women so they find me my uh apparent love for my son right very endearing yeah. yeah i do it because i much
1: prefer to talk about dogs yeah i want to know what kind of dogs they have and then we then that's you know 10 minutes of my day where i get to talk to people about their dogs so it's totally awesome
0: the the other thing that i will say and uh we've talked about this on the show before as far as like what you wear from from the waist down can differ greatly from what you're wearing from the waist up on camera I, I've had many people at work get up wearing pajama pants, walk away. I've had people wearing shorts that don't look like the, like they're wearing a polo shirt and then like gym shorts underneath because it's cool and, and breathes well. And we had to drop my daughter off. She was spending the night at someone else's house, and we dropped her off on a Friday uh, to spend the night. And the, the mom the mom thought that only my wife was dropping her off, didn't realize I was actually with them at the front door. So when my wife rang the door, she answered... She had full makeup on. She had her hair done very nicely, earrings in, nice blouse on, very what you would consider like a work corporate style blouse and Snoopy pajama pants on the the bottom, like the most comfy looking Snoopy pajamas. And she looked mortified. And I just said, like, I'm glad I'm not the only one because when you think about it, we're all like 90% of the people you see on the calls are doing that right now.
1: That's, so that, that's a great point. Tonight, we were sitting around, um, the, the bar where we eat dinner and, uh, we were, my son is in a, you know, tank top undershirt. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm sweaty and gross after just working out, sitting at the table. Um, and I'm talking with my mouth full, you know, Wendy's got her her elbows up on the table my son is you know he's sitting and wendy said okay we we are right on the cusp of being able to go out with other people again yeah yeah we we need to we need to do something we need to learn how to have like there there there, there's etiquette we need to do these things we need to practice sitting Mm. at the kitchen table or the um the dining room table that actual table not just a bunch of bar stools and go and go through the motions of having a
2: proper a, a little decorum sure it's, yeah. exactly
1: exactly and 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 then you know she's like you know making a great point and then she's like you know what the hell i don't know i don't know what the new rules are everything's changed yeah she's like people people just wear their pajamas everywhere they used to do that a little bit now it's everywhere and, yeah. it, and nobody cares. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So it's like, we have, like we have, we have spent, no rules. Now
0: we have spent 18 months going feral. That's exactly what we've done. <laughs> yeah, yeah they,
2: pretty much. Yes, exactly. My, yeah. my
0: work conducted a poll and said, cause they want to know there and they're being serious about it. Like how is returning to work in an office environment going to affect you? And they want to know from the standpoint of psyche. They want to know from the standpoint of hardship in terms of commuting and the things you're not going to look forward to. And they literally had a box that said, what is the number one thing that you're going to miss if you have to return to office work? And I said, not being able to wear pants that start with the word pajama, because that's the- <laughs> those are my pants March. that I wear most days
1: oh god i was thinking the same thing today i'm just like you know what's it going to take to get you back in the office yeah you're going to need washers and dryers because that's what i'm doing in between calls is no I'm, doubt i'm doing yeah. loads of laundry and i'm you know i'm doing my dish I, you know you, you're going to need me to at least be able to do a use a remote controlled vacuum cleaner in my house because <laughs> in between calls i'm going to need to be able to do yeah. that so Okay, yeah. so
0: so let me ask the two of you, two of you, this because stop the show because we're already twenty seven <laughs> minutes in, and I I need to know this. So I'm gonna ask either of you if you did anything last week. But because we're already twenty seven minutes in, I want to preface this with, if you can't bring the heat, you didn't do anything last week. Okay, so please bear that in mind as I ask the question. Tracy, what'd you do last week?
2: Do you you consider me to be a trustworthy person? Do I look like a person that you would just trust with something important? By and large, yes. Yeah, and so I think this is, I I think I disagree with you, but many people don't. And there's a thing that has happened in my life many, many, many times where I get trusted with someone or trusted with uh, a situation that really I have no business being trusted with. Did somebody
1: not empty the dishwasher again? what the hell
2: <laughs> well he, i i think back to a time i was up at pne up in vancouver uh, british columbia and i was in line for the uh roller coaster yeah and i i got I, I was with this standing next to this kid who was just he was just kind of keeping to himself and and uh and he was kind of shy and I so i started making conversation with him and uh Do you like gladiator so, movies you ever, well, like, you ever seen a grown man naked <laughs> well, it was mostly, you know, just making small talk and where are you from and everything? You're, have you ridden this roller coaster before, you know, and all these things? So he kind of warms up to me a little bit. And so one of the things that I learn as he begins to talk more is that he's he's kind of a, he's he's probably about 18 or 19 years old, but he, he's special needs. And so he has, there, there's, there are social norms that he's just in, absolutely incapable of uh, and me too. I mean, for that, for that, I'm, you know. But anyway, but he, Hang on. his situation so, is very different. But this all happened last week. No, but what I'm actually just explaining, just the preface to this, is that this guy that Tracy, I was with.
0: I need you to bring the heat with a 20 minute preamble of a story from 10 years
2: ago. Go. I'll allow it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it. So let me revise and extend my comments. <laughs> so this guy starts. He starts looking at the, um, the, 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 the line is starting to zigzag, zigzag above us. And he's looking up at these people that are in line above us and he starts yelling at them. So he's like calling them losers and he's like yelling it really loud, losers, losers. And he's making the L sign on his forehead and everything. Well, everybody in line sees me making comments with him and just kind of being buddy, buddy with him. So finally somebody goes, Hey tell your, tell your friend to shut up. And I'm like, uh, I have known him like literally 10 minutes, you know? And so people are getting mad at him and they're getting mad at me because I'm not doing anything. Well, a really similar thing happened this week is that I'm at baseball with my kids, uh, family. And there's, there's an adult guy in a very sort of similar situation. And that he is the brother of the, the gal's husband and she forgot snacks for him. So she said, would you stay here and watch with, watch him while I go, I'm like 10 minutes away. I'm going to come back. And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I, I sit with him and we're talking, having a great time. And, and, and this is fine. And we're watching my younger sons like T ball practice. And one of the, a ball gets thrown to first base, and the kid does not catch it. It bounces off his mitt and smacks him square in the face. Loser! And everybody's going, Loser! "Ooh, yes!" And so he's going, he starts laughing. Ah, did you see that? It hit him in the face. It hit him in the face, and he's laughing and he's laughing. And he's pointing. And he's like, "It hit him in the face!" And everybody's kind of like looking at me, going, "Hey, can you get your friend to be quiet?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, all I could do was just point and laugh and say the same thing he was it can, it was can i just
0: cause... say in just those two stories alone i feel better because you spent you have spent our entire relationship together doing that to me on purpose
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad he got you for that not me yeah. oh that's great
0: yeah. you are the one who says when we were we would play foosball in the lunchroom together you would wait Mm -hmm. for people to come in and then you would say something like so after your wife stopped crying did (laughs) she agree to what you asked her for or something like that something veiled just enough to to where right Well, where? we, had,
2: we had, <laughs> to to be fair, we we were at the we were in the severance uh, time of our our company there in the dot com crash. So our job was literally to show up, occasionally answer email, and we'd become like professional foosball players um, for for months on end. It's true. And I'm so- just
0: saying, like you were. You were the kid in the line at the roller coaster with me standing uh, next to you, going like, "I didn't, I don't. It's <laughs> not. We're not. That way. I'm not with him. Like yeah. that's not well, a thing." Only,
1: only with Tracy, it's a lot more. Um, it, it, it's a lot more advanced. Like, um, so what did you tell the cops when they asked if you hit her? Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, just like, you know, yes. like, you know really somebody is yeah, walking you know?
2: through this little yeah. area there just, and they, they kind of eavesdrop and it gets like, uh, yeah. yeah. Awkwardly yeah. Well, quiet. Is yes. the
1: puppy alive? How'd you get it off the fender?
0: You know? I am telling you right now, Tracy, and I know we're coming up in June on your, your cancer anniversary, your cancerversary, I am telling you right now, you've said this for a long time that you were going to grow out this Fu Manchu that you have until a yeah. certain point. Now I feel like you've become attached to it for several other reasons more than anything. Just this is your look now and you're used to it. It's hard. You will gain so much favor with people by getting rid of that thing. because. And I'm not saying I don't like it. I Actually, I know you with this look and I know you just like you just did. I know you stroking this thing. This is a mm-hmm. part of Tracy Green now. Yeah. But for the average Joe walking around on the street, if you were to get rid of that, that ch- I think that would change perception of you completely. Because right now, right. it's a distinct look.
2: Yeah, it it is. It's a it's a frightening look, and that uh, basically, only, I can only go to Cabela's where I get <laughs> like where my where my beard actually tucks itself into its shirt. Hey, in cool shame. beard, man.
0: I like your beard. Yeah. Nice.
1: But if you get yeah. rid of it, it's you're just gonna look like a shift manager at HR block. Yeah,
2: b- basically, I'm a Boeing swing shift worker <laughs> at, at that point, point. and so, um, but uh, yeah, so I I have some big decisions to make. There's some life, uh, there's some life decisions that I didn't anticipate making, but for sure.
0: So, Steve, I'm I am i am nervous asking this. <laughs> What'd you do last week? Nothing good. Okay, that's great. We're going to take a quick break right here on the Dave and Steve Show. We'll be back right after this.
1: Satisfaction.
2: Just in time for summer, Wild Horse Pizza brings you the extra cheesy, extra saucy, extra tasty, sizzling hot meat pizza deal. (laughs) Buy either a meat lover's pizza or present a valid ID that you're over 50 and female and Wild Horse Pizza will knock three bucks off of your purchase. And remember whether you're a hot podcaster ordering extra cheese or a podcaster's mom craving extra meat wild horse pizza will satisfy you in 30 minutes or less or it's free
0: Satisfaction.
2: wild horse pizza <coughs>
1: by the rain, I'm driven by the snow, I'm drunk
2: and dirty. Amphetamine abuse is a sad reality in the trucking industry. Whites, Speed, Uppers, Crank, and Bennies are just a few of the names that have been given to tablets created from a synthetic, colorless, volatile liquid known medicinally as white crystalline sulfate. This chemical compound acts as a stimulant to the central nervous system that will bring about insomnia and allow truckers to stay on the road longer to meet otherwise impossible delivery deadlines. Now, the danger in taking these stimulants is that they can cause significant drug dependence, which can result in hyperactivity, irritability, aggressive behavior, cardiac arrest, and even worse, that they inspire awful talky country songs about hallucinating visions of a woman from Dallas Named Alice This has been Tracy's "I hate it that I even know this song exists <laughs> minute
1: And if you give me
0: weed, white, sand wine,
2: and you show me a
0: If you did not listen to last week, I raised the question of was that song racist? I didn't know what the whites part of it is and then Steve educated me to let me know that that was the uh the trucker speed
2: yeah he's pretty much our resource when it comes to crank and has been for a long time
0: <laughs> oh without a doubt yeah um
1: it's uh, that, that what's funny that I, I know you you hate that you even know this song exists but that song has such a nice piano feel it has one of the best piano feels of of a lot of you know, you know country it, rock that i've heard it,
2: um i have to admit that it does that uh there's uh red white and blue by leonard skinnard and uh some uh uh who was that that, that did rambling man um uh allman brothers had some stuff like that too uh the song gave me the creeps because i didn't know i didn't know the song at all so i went and listened to it and that style of music just gives me the heebie-jeebies it really does i just cannot explain it and so um you guys ruined i'll it took me a couple days to really recover from that
1: <laughs> and, uh, oh see and i i've been i've been like digging into little feet um in the last couple of years and i really really like it but um yeah sorry about that
0: so my dad was a trucker <clears throat> Sounds like I'm kicking off a country music song. My dad was a a trucker.
1: (laughs) and I did not know what these white pills he had for (laughs) like, where are you going with this man?
0: Well, where I'm going with this is so we would pull into a truck stop. And if you don't know anything about semi trucks, a lot of semi trucks have a little tiny window at the bottom of the door, especially on the driver's side. They're typically on both, but especially on the driver's side. And part of the reason for that little window down at the bottom, it's a little oval window that sits at the bottom of the door, is so that when you go to change lanes as a trucker, you have your giant mirrors you can look through, but you can also look down this weird little pilot hole right out next to you so you can see if when you're bringing your giant 18-wheeler over and changing lanes, there's not a little giant little Dotson sitting next to you that you're about to run right over the top of. And so that little not window...
2: Dotson. <laughs> Yeah, Dawson, That's a that's a, if you're under under 50 years old, that's a Nissan. By the
1: yeah, way, yeah, exactly. <laughs> can I
0: can I not say Dotson? Is that not a thing anymore? I it's
1: was... not a thing anymore. <laughs> it's, right. Nis- it's Nissan. Anyway, go ahead. It's yeah.
0: So that little window is about eye level. If you walk up to a semi truck, that you're kind of looking at that little window, even though it's frankly like about ankle high on the person sitting in the driver's seat. I'm saying all this because we would pull into these truck stops. And just park. And my dad would just be resting. He'd be, you know, whatever he was. We didn't have cell phones back in the day. So he'd just be staring out the window, just kind of getting a moment to himself. I'd be in the sleeper or in the passenger seat. And you'd hear the. But on the window, on that little window, my dad would roll down the window on his truck and he would just say, no, thank you. I'm good. Thank you, though. And that was people coming up saying, you want any speed? You want any pills? You want any meth? You want any? That was they would come around to these truckers as they would pull in and they would just knock on the window and ask you if you wanted anything. I have no idea to this day. I couldn't tell you for sure if my dad always said no when his little kid wasn't in the truck with him. I think he did. My dad seemed like the kind of person who wasn't the type to be on... Like, Steve as long as you've known my dad he didn't never exhibit signs of being on trucker speed
1: <laughs> no no he, he never he never he never gave me that impression at all
0: but but that that was the experience that I would have is they would come up and tap on that little window and I always remember it I remember the little knock on that little weird window as they would try and sell my dad trucker speed or whatever they were selling at the time so chilets yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you want to buy some chicklets yeah that hey. was, that was, that, was a, that was a big thing for them so Uh, But no, I I truly I mean, now that you guys say it now that you say like, hey, that's trucker speed that they're talking about when they say the whites totally makes sense. But until last week, I always just assumed it was some kind of racist song from the 70s that no longer got played on the radio (laughs) for that very reason.
1: White power song. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's incorrect. Incorrect.
0: Steve, I feel like you defend that song way too much. You are i, I, way really, like, I really
1: like that's a really that's a good song i like having it rattling around in my head um you are way too into that, really. that song yeah i really i really, really like, it. like it you know Chihachapi. what
2: song Chihachapi. you know
0: <laughs> you know what song i really like the intro to the headline song and now straight from the dave and steve show news desk in beautiful any town usa plaza it's Tracy Green with this week's headline. Fire! Oh, yeah!
2: Our first story two small airplanes collided in midair Wednesday near Denver, leaving one aircraft nearly ripped in half and forcing the pilot of the other to deploy a parachute attached to the plane to land safely. Remarkably, no one was injured.
0: The pictures of this are wild. Like they've been making yeah. the rounds on social media, and you just see a, an airplane pretty much almost ripped in two that managed to somehow land and, and nobody got hurt it's crazy
2: yeah it's it's wild both planes were getting ready to land at a small regional airport in a denver suburb when they collided mid-morning according to the national transportation Safety board in a uh, south metro fire rescue every uh, one of these pilots needs to buy a lottery ticket right now arapahoe county sheriff deputy john bartman said i don't remember anything like this especially Everybody walking away. I think that is the most amazing part of this.
0: What's the, uh, if you guys know off the top of your head, or maybe it's never happened, what's the scariest moment you've ever experienced in a plane?
2: Hmm.
1: Really? This is grippy. I, 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 uh, um, I, uh, I was, I, one time, um, I used the restroom and I was a little concerned that they were low on toilet paper. So you've That's never had it's...
0: any turbulence or anything like that. Steve, you've never oh, had, I've any... had,
1: I've had turbulence, but you know, I, I yeah, it's,
2: I was... it's never bothered me. I I was uh, knocked out on pain medication during uh, the work flight. <laughs> I, forgot yeah, I shared that, that yeah. story with you guys yeah. that uh, I was like, uh, had a medical procedure just hours before and had flown down to San Francisco and the plane apparently had been just shaking around my head is bouncing off the side of the fuselage there and the and the, and the guy next to me and so when we were getting ready to land in San Francisco everybody was quiet and just like white as a sheet and I, and I wake up like uh and he was like the guy next to me was like are you okay and that definitely was the scariest uh, <laughs> the, the one you don't remember <laughs>
0: yeah I, I, You know, I've, I've been on a plane, the worst I ever had as far as turbulence. I've been on a lot of airplanes. I had to travel a lot. The, the worst one I ever had was one of the ones where you hit that sort of air pocket and the plane drops God knows how far, but all the trays and everything, the food flies up in the air. You got stuff in the aisles. It's sort of, but even that, like the flight attendants were really good to basically let us know that it does happen it's happened for a long time. It is so incredibly rare that even in those horrific moments of turbulence with planes, the way they are now and the way they're designed, it's very, very rare, minuscule that one of those pockets or one of those bad turbulence spots will knock a plane out of the air. Like it just does not happen. And once you know that, once you sort of understand that, okay, yeah, it's bumpy and yeah, it's scary, but we're not, the The vast majority of the chances are we're not going to plummet to the earth because of this It it sort of takes all of the even that like doesn't really bother me anymore It doesn't right. you know now I can get in some pretty substantial turbulence and just be like it's almost more of an annoyance than anything You're just like I'm just trying to watch the movie and I can't see it because things are shaking around Can we please just get through this so that I can go back to watching my movie and drinking my drink?
2: It's a it's really quite remarkable now though this particular airplane uh, it was made by a company called Cirrus, and they actually have large parachutes that, in uh, certain situations, emergency situations, they can deploy a chute, and the plane can just go ahead and go, glide down gently to the surface. And uh, there are, if you go on YouTube and a number of different stories, there are, there are stories, uh, many of these, uh, they were talking about uh, deployment where pilots almost have to defy all of their training at a certain point, even with their feel like they're going to, um, run out of gas or something like that, or, or fuel, they're going to like cut the engines and do all the things you don't do in a plane to keep it up Yeah. and deploy this chute, which is just shoots out from a rocket, you know, away from the, uh, the, the thing. And so that your, your plane can stop flying and just. Glide down which is but many many people's lives have been saved from this for sure
0: you you think of all the the mechanical failures that we see on video or whatever you how many of us have seen the video of like the plane has no the front landing gear didn't deploy it's only got the back landing gear it's gonna land on its nose it lands on its nose sparks fly everywhere everybody's fine you get off the plane the dude that put the the plane down in the hudson that they move, made the movie about the sully guy right. like all those types of things those are only the ones we know about guess what here's the scary thing not scary thing but here's what you should know a lot of planes have a lot of issues that you never know about you get off that (laughs) plane and you never even realize that one of the engines was basically conking out or did conk out and just wasn't working for a third of the flight you just don't realize it or one of the landing gears stuck and only came down partially but you still landed anyways because the pilot knew what he was doing and knew how to
2: there's yeah. a lot of things that can go wrong with an airplane. And, and that for- thing that, uh, that with the toilet paper that uh, Steve said, <laughs> that's a lot more common than people know. It's a yeah. big deal. Yeah. It's a big it deal.
1: And, and they don't want to talk about it. Big no. airplane won't talk about their toilet that's, paper. That's but I don't
2: want to know. I don't want no. to know.
1: God no. No.
2: Yeah, so that I don't want to know about the landing gear and if we're low on toilet paper and I'm fine. I don't need no one needs to tell me. You
0: don't you don't you guys do not even know how many people on an average plane flight have to wipe their asses with their own shirts and ride the rest of the trip out topless. It it happens way more than anybody ever lets on.
1: I mean, you can sit outside of the gate at any major airport and you can kind of count them as they're coming off the plane. Yeah. Like yep, yep. there's yeah. a shirt, there's a shirt, yep. there's a shirt. Some of them like, it's just smeared all over. It's crazy. Yeah,
2: I just, uh, I just use it as underwear and then throw it in the garbage.
1: Uh, yeah. No, no bury that underwear. Yeah. Well, well, bury that. The one That's
0: guy good. who panicked, didn't take his shirt off and just used both of his bare arms. Like, for no reason, didn't have to do that. It's all up and down his forearms. Tracy, please continue.
2: A uh, Texas man, free on Bond from a murder charge, was returned to custody Monday after neighbors found a pet tiger wandering around in his Houston neighborhood. Houston police tweeted Monday night that Victor Hugo Cuevas, 26, was back in custody, charged with felony evading arrest. Now, police said they believed the tiger uh, had belonged to Cuevas, but his attorney questioned the accuracy of that <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a terrible attorney um uh, and not only that but he was in he was in prison for threatening a police officer with a tiger
0: is that real <laughs>
2: That, no. no, oh but but uh, you don't
1: know do you no. You know, no. the, the, the I video no
2: was kind of funny and i and i would have liked to have showed it but that what didn't have a lot of good audio and and yeah. apparently the, what i've been reading a lot about podcasts is they they rely on tremendous audio a little bit. yeah a little bit you know i'm no expert but uh anyway but it, it actually showed that uh there was a policeman that uh was holding the uh tiger at gunpoint and the gun and the tiger was scared because apparently it knew what a gun was but yeah, uh, the guy that's, had come that's rolling. Out and said, stop here. Like I'm gonna hold you at gunpoint until it's I get backup. Top. I'm gonna need backup. There's a tiger here. I uh, had but-
1: my weapon on the tiger. I said several times to stop. The tiger did not stop, and I was forced to kill the tiger. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So video of the Sunday night encounter shows the tiger coming face to face with an armed off-duty Waller County Sheriff Deputy. Uh during the encounter, uh the deputy was began was heard yelling. Uh, at Cuevas to get the ba- animal back inside, but thankfully, no shots were fired When officers arrived, Cuevas put the animal in a white jeep Cherokee and drove off. And Houston Police said, yeah. during the news conference Monday that Cuevas got away after a brief pursuit.
1: Oh my God, that is something I would that would change my life if I saw that on the freeway, just to just a a a dude and his tiger in an open topped jeep oh it's a jeep cherokee it's not yeah, a jeep no oh uh, if it was a wrangler i'd be like wow just that oh my gosh do you
0: guys do you guys remember the tiger i had to sell because it wouldn't fit in my old jeep liberty because they were oh, just a yeah, little bit smaller yeah. and it just it, yeah, it he's got didn't... a lot
2: bigger than the guy you bought it from yeah said it just would. didn't and work that, out it did not work. work out
0: like it hoped but can we all just take a moment to harken back to the simpler times of about a month into the pandemic when all we cared about was tiger king that's all anybody talked about it was on everybody's lips now smash cut to 20 some months later or 18 months whatever it's been 20 i don't even know i've lost track of time but everybody just kind of hates tiger king now you bring that up and they're like oh tiger king like i don't that guy was so awful like that show like now we sort of look at it with this level of disdain whereas yep. when it when it first hit everybody was just enamored with the tiger king. Well, those oh, were
2: tough times. We needed Tiger King. We did.
1: Yeah. It was well, the content shined a light on some really uncomfortable stuff. Stuff that is 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 dark and horrible and and whatever. But the way that story was laid out and the layers of it, the yeah. crazy crazy layers of that story. That was unbelievable, but yeah, absolute trash. It is. It's it's
0: one of those things where just like a a lot of, well, not a lot of, but there's certain reality uh, documentaries, documentary series, whatever. And that was one of the prime examples of, I've said this before, if you were to sit down with a, a room full of writers and you were to write a movie script for the tiger King, you would be laughed out of every movie studio in the world because they would say, this is so ridiculous. This would never happen This is so stupid. Each one of these characters is more over the top than the last one. How could you possibly think anybody would ever believe this? And it was all true.
1: Oh, I, I, oh, every single episode had a, had a moment where I I hurt my neck because (laughs) I, I I looked away and then somebody said something like, oh, and by the way, he has three wives. Yep. You know, just like, you know, and, that, and that wasn't even the Tiger King. That was just some ding dong that, you know, did stuff with the Tiger King. Yeah. It was just really strange. Yep. Oh,
0: wow. And now if you go back and look, most of those people are in some kind of weird litigation. They're in jail. They've got investigations going on. Like every single one of them has issues right now. The most recent thing I've seen now is that Carol Baskin, there is speculation that, that her property will be searched in a matter of days because they believe her husband is buried under her house. Uh, there's all sorts of new things that have come out. So yeah. everybody in that, nobody in that show walked away unscathed. I mean, nobody. You no, know, and
2: it's really, it's really weird because usually when people are exploited by television shows, their lives turn out to be very <laughs> awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's just unusual. Maybe
0: Tracy. Sure. Maybe you've never heard of Honey Boo Boo.
2: There's okay. always
1: the exception to the rule. Yeah, things are yeah, coming honey, up roses. Honey Boo Boo of- is the lieutenant governor of Ohio.
0: Well. <laughs> 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 Would you please welcome the Lieutenant Governor of Ohio, Honey Boo Boo. (laughs) She's a delight.
2: (laughs) Our third story, a man showed up to a Zoom court date with the screen name, Buttf***er 3000. (laughs) It was a routine morning in the court of Jeffrey Middleton, a judge from St. Joseph County in Michigan, when Nathan Saxon logged in to respond to drug paraphernalia charges.
1: Then we'll bring this fool in. <coughs> Good morning, sir. What's your name? Me?
2: Yeah, you. Yes. Nathaniel Saxon, sir.
1: Your name's not but <laughs> 3000 <You> know, <laughs> Logging into my court with that as your screen name. Well, you know, i that
2: in a little bit. <laughs> uh, what kind of idiot logs into court like that? What's your name again? Nathaniel Saxton, sir, but I don't believe that I typed anything like that in. Well, that's what it says.
0: You can hear the panic in his voice. Your Honor? Yes? If, if, I, if, if I may explain, uh, my sister was the one that set up my, my Zoom account or whatever um, <laughs> that but ever um is my iPhone uh, pairing name for my bluetooth speaker so <laughs> it's an inside joke um it's not
2: what you think I, I'm, I'm 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 embarrassed i'm sorry well you should be all right we'll come back to you in a bit
0: <laughs> the court will now recognize but <laughs> 3000
2: So 20 minutes later, Saxon pled guilty to possession of drug paraphernalia. During a traffic stop, police found a syringe with methamphetamine residue on it. In Saxon's truck, he agreed to pay a fine of $200. Middleton told him that he was lucky to have escaped the day's events without contempt of court charges for his screen name.
0: It It is a... I don't know if you guys have ever done this. Uh, I taught my phone to call me Dill Hole. That was was the... So that in a very sweet robotic voice, it would say, sure, Dill Hole, let me check on that for you. And would go check. But I purposely went with something that wasn't that over the top, just in case, not that I'm going to have to wind up in court, at least I don't think so anytime soon, but for that specific reason, so that if I'm anywhere... People will laugh about it, but it's not that level of embarrassment over, like, I'm good with, with being called dill hole by my phone and everybody getting a good laugh out of it. and We move on kind of thing, but know where that boundary is.
1: For some reason, I have like three, like our family network of calls, I have like three different contacts for my name. And the one that pops up is the one that my son gave me because he thought it was funny to change my name. He calls me Lumpy Space Princess or did five years ago when he when he made that thing. So he called me Lumpy Space Princess. And now whenever my wife gets a call from me, it says call from lumpy space princess or three others or three others is the funny part of that joke lumpy space princess is just the is just the icing on that
2: cake that's the first one it picked and then
1: you could be getting a phone call from up to four idiots and they're all your husband
0: so this is this is completely now we're going way off topic here but this you reminded me steve so my son plays lacrosse and he often plays in tournaments. And one of the tournaments that we played in two years ago, they allowed the kids on one of the teams to pick not only their team names, oh but boy. also their jerseys. And so these kids chose to call themselves the fluffy rainbow cats and their jerseys were literally big, full, like one of those like edge to edge prints. So it's not like right in the center. It's the whole, the entire Jersey was a kitten's face with rainbows shooting out of its eyeballs. And then they proceeded to dominate that entire damn tournament, wrecked everybody that they encountered so that they could basically say the fluffy rainbow kittens dominated this tournament. And my son didn't even mind getting beat by them. He was like, that was awesome. I would love to, we should have thought of that as what well. Like all the kids were basically saying this, but I, I, I have a special place in my heart for that level of of uniqueness and that level of creativity this was not that
1: yeah
2: uh, this that, that this reached yeah. uh this reached a little lower um your
1: honor i i don't remember typing that in i uh i i i would have typed four thousand <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: our fourth story a four-year-old boy from new york got a little carried away with his online shopping and bought nearly three thousand dollars of Non-refundable Spongebob popsicles. Respect, respect.
0: What what popsicle is non-refundable? What popsicle <laughs> the, anywhere on the, earth is- The melted
1: is, kind? <laughs> what, what
0: food product in general? Because if you get moldy food or, or whatever, like it's a food product. If it makes you sick, if there's something wrong with it, how do you get non-refundable popsicles?
2: Uh, and know. why am i so
0: worked up about this
2: <laughs> noah's a big fan of spongebob squarepants and clearly has a sweet tooth but he recently managed to get on amazon unsupervised and he went a little bit of overboard ordering <laughs> 51 cases of the popsicles shaped like the cartoon character
0: and is it that i have to assume we've all done this we've all been with our kids when the ice cream man shows up they've got the beautiful pristine spongebob popsicle on the side of their truck and then you get yeah. it and it looks like a horror film it looks like yeah. a yeah. melted war prisoner it looks like that i'll tell you what it looks like it looks like the nazi at the end of the first indiana jones movie as his face is melting off that's exactly yeah. what it looks like it does not look like spongebob squarepants in any way shape or form so i, has, I have to assume he has this many badly shaped and can i ask a question now we're see here's how it goes i i get up in my own head i start thinking 10 steps ahead because that's how i operate i'm always 10 steps ahead of you guys this is this is just Mm. how this is the 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 chore of being a genius okay
2: yeah at least at least 10 sure
1: it's 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 a wonder we can follow
0: and my genius will then ask a really dumb follow-up question right now so buckle up how how do you ship is this like one of those Amazon pantry things like how do you <laughs> how do you ship how do you ship a popsicle
1: I probably get... yeah like um, so I've I've ordered frozen I've ordered ice cream from Amazon before well, of course and it have. comes it comes wrapped fairly elaborately like a little Ben and Jerry's thing comes wrapped fairly elaborately with a with a cold pack inside it and it's it, it is insulated Um, very well so it it, they will they'll they'll keep for a while so you'll drive an electric car
0: but you'll also order 20 pounds of plastic wrapped around a ben and jerry's because you don't want to go to the store in your electric car and get the ben and jerry's
1: i only ordered it once and this was early in the pandemic and damn it i did not have any ice cream
2: (laughs) this is uh 51 cases that actually shipped with dry ice um this included 918 Popsicles, by the way, a GoFundMe page has been started to help his mother, a social worker, pay for this. That reached a bill of two thousand six hundred and eighteen dollars and eighty five cents. So, how
1: how many people have given to that GoFundMe page?
0: Yeah, this is this is one of those things of like, man, the GoFundMe thing is great, but sometimes you got to deal with your own shit, like. Your kid made a mistake. This is not the time for people to chip in on GoFundMe. And then they drop the she's a social worker because we're all supposed to feel bad and go like, oh, my gosh. Well, she's a social worker. Let's chip in and help her out. Like, hey, dumbass, your kid ordered a bunch of things because you weren't paying attention.
1: Not my problem. I'm
2: not a social worker anymore. I'm a popsicle salesman. Not my problem. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's that's the news,
1: fellas.
0: (sighs) Steve, you got anything else to add on that whole Spongebob popsicle debacle? Felt I like totally would
1: have. I wanted to support that lady because social work is really hard. See? <laughs> it's really See? it is a thankless job.
0: It's exactly what I'm talking about. And this yep. is this is if if they hadn't put social worker on that in that line at all, you probably would have been right there with us of like, no, screw that. To, keep a better eye on your kid Stripper, she makes Uh, enough
2: money to drive that
1: electric car right over to her house and help her out
0: (laughs) smother the kid with your 20 pounds of plastic that came wrapped around your ben and jerry's exactly exactly yeah Yeah.
1: that's all that's all i have to offer that's
0: all you have to offer all right tune in next week right here on the dave and steve show because we are going to have a guest if things work out well if we don't have a guest next week it'll be the next week and if we don't have one that week just keep tuning in because eventually we're going to have a guest. Oh yeah, we'll, defi-
2: we'll definitely we'll uh, definitely have have him. Uh, we've done that before. That's my
0: guarantee to you is that eventually, at some point, we will have a guest. And I, I can't yeah. I can't really adhere to that promise, but I'm I like to think I can adhere to that promise. We're going to try. It's, it's a
2: pretty pretty bold statement, but.
0: Uh... But if it's the guest we plan on having on this week, it is. Can I just say it's it's earth moving this is a this is a guest you won't believe that we managed to score for the dave and steve show it's going to be big you're going to want to hear it i can say no no more i've been sworn to secrecy by the other two because they don't want this genie to get out of the bottle ahead of its time
2: no because we if uh if our competitors find out that we scored this interview we have um we don't have competitors
0: steve before we go can i just say and i just realized this the shirt you're wearing tonight, the fact that at least in this angle it looks like it's a V-neck, it's you not. <clears throat> okay? You look because I can't see any of the writing right now. All I see is green. You look. You're s- sitting up so that I can see the writing. Not helping. You look like a an orderly. You look like a hospital orderly <clears throat> in the green scrubs that they wear. Oh, I'm just okay. now realizing this. Yeah. Fun, fun yeah. fact. Fun fact, just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah,
2: you, um, and you're just coming around with a mop, saying, uh, I'll just be a minute.
1: Right? Yeah, okay. Just here to well, clean,
0: clean up the urine that spilled out of your, your bottle there. I'll be just in here for a minute and on my way.
1: Well, you, you look like a dot-com millionaire,
0: so I, I don't know what to say. I am a dot-com millionaire. Are you kidding? Yeah. I got the swagger of a dot- Hey, by the way, and there's the last thing I'll say, and then we're going to get the hell out of here. For those of you who are not watching, have not watched, don't plan to watch, you need to be watching Mystic Quest on Apple TV plus premium.org, whatever that
1: Raven's is. Banquet? Because they Banquet. just
0: released the new season. They're starting to release the new season. They're about two or three episodes into the new season. It's such a great show. And if you don't know anything about video games, it doesn't matter, even though it's a video game based series. It's so good. So make sure you're watching that. Uh, Tracy, anything else from you before we get the hell out of here?
2: I sure do not I'm hoping my office is well I just said no and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just did this it's thing. Not right. that easy, is it? Oh, good lord. Um I'm hoping to get my office together. So um yeah. you're going to you're going to see some 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 bling. Yeah, actually, we are. Yeah.
0: Steve, anything else from you before you go scrub up room
1: number 103? Yeah. Uh, no, no. No, it's, it's it's This whole place reeks of 409.
0: I have to ask because now you've stood up and showed us the text. What does this mean? What does I don't know what this is.
1: It's a puzzle, and I I wear it because uh, when people when people look at it, they they're like, oh, like they're trying to figure. It's just like a lucky logger type puzzle. But if you look at it, yeah,
0: it says so. For those of you listening at home, his shirt says stands S T A N D S. Stands is underlined, and then under that it says zero. And then there's an underscore, a blank space, and then two, three, four.
2: So what Yeah, that's uh, something understands.
0: No one Um, understands.
2: That's it. There you go. You did (laughs) it. No one understands.
1: Merry Christmas. It's wonderful.
2: Wonderful.
0: All right. Uh, Let's get the hell out of here because (laughs) T-shirt humor is always my favorite to end the show on. Uh, (laughs) For Tracy, for Steve, for me, Dave, we'll talk to you next time right here on the Dave & Steve Show.